Welcome to the Rainbow Remix Best of Series 2022. Today we're featuring Laura Lee and Lauren Reed from TLC's hit show Smothered and singer-songwriter and music professor at Northeastern University, Melissa Ferrick. I don't, did you, I don't know, like, there, she's out there. You're the Florida version of Sex in the City, JD. That's when I was smoking my cigars. <laughs> Don't be an asshole today. First in the mix, Laura Lee and Lauren Reed of TLC's hit show Smothered. The full episode aired on September 17th, 2022. Hey! hey. Hello! What's going on? Hello! Welcome! Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having us. So excited that you guys are on today. I mean, I am a huge fan of the show. Um, Denise and I have been taught, been so excited about this for as soon as we knew about it, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I tried to fill Denise in as much as I could. I'm all, I'm all up to date on whatever they will show us. And um, <laughs> I know you guys already had the baby, a uh, beautiful little girl. Well done. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Well done. How to cure in. So, because I I follow you on Instagram, I stalk you guys a little bit on Instagram. So I <laughs> so I've seen are you beautiful little girl? Well, that's all and, Instagram uh, is now. It's just yeah. pictures of her. <laughs> yes, I noticed. Any parents? <laughs> so, how have your lives changed? Um, speaking of all of this, since you got on the show, as far yeah. as. Yeah, what are your other what are your outer outer rim families that might right. not be in it? Like what are what do they think about this? Well, we have a really strong community around us. Like so we live in a neighborhood with um like four or five of couples. All yeah, I like call, I, I call it our neighborhood. <laughs> um <Not a> neighborhood. <laughs> couples are all we're all in that part of our lives where we're either just got engaged, getting married, or having babies. So we're kind of all experiencing that part of life right now. And so other than my family, I mean her family we're close to too, but they live out of state. They live in Mississippi, whereas we're in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. Um so other than my family, I mean, that is our like community right there. That is our our core. So uh, they all laugh because they're like, man, Laura Lee looks like the perfect wife on TV sometimes. <laughs> and like, you know, Lauren, you look like such a bitch. <laughs> and then, but they're like, but we know y'all. We know that she's really the asshole. So do, you, do, you feel like, do you feel like, uh, like sometimes you're the victim of a bad edit and sometimes Laura Lee, you're the victim of a bad edit? Like, it's kind of a crap right. you're gonna get the, the bad at it oh yeah you uh i mean never... the funny thing is like fans of the show hated me last season so we're actually i know you had mentioned uh so this is our second season but it's the fourth season that's playing right now on tv um so last season season three i got so much hate i got the I mean, messages I like people wish I they, uh, they I wouldn't get pregnant, that Laura Lee would leave really? me on the daily. Uh, but the moment I announced that I was pregnant, it was like oh, a table split, complete shift. Yeah. Everyone's like, "Oh my god, I'm so happy for y'all!" Like, I mean, I'm 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 here for all the you know positivity, but it's just kind of funny how that happened. 
Yeah. So you have exactly. to you have to get re, like geared up for that, right? Like you put yourself in the spotlight, you, you put yourselves out there. Anyone that would do that, you do have to be ready for the, some of the negative stuff as well. I mean, was that difficult when you saw people on hating you? On top of yeah, being clear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I told Lauren going into this, I said, you know, I know the world is changing for the better. And it made me nervous to put our lives out there for people to judge. Mm -hmm. And, but that was actually the least amount of negative comments that we yeah. had gotten. I mean, it's mm -hmm. few and far between. And I told Lauren, I was like, it just really opened my eyes how much the world, you know, is more accepting. Yeah, I mean, you also got all these like old Southern women. Yeah, wanting to be changed because of you. Yeah, um, I've gotten yeah. a lot of comments of like, I've got, I got a husband, but I date Laura Lee, and I'm. Uh, <laughs> she's getting all like, the love. I feel like she's like wow. the the version, the newer version of Alan. They're all like, well, I like this one. <laughs> That's amazing. That's that is amazing great. to hear that and so nice because I that was one of my questions like how is it being in the south and is it like you know is it does it if it was it different for you guys being a same-sex couple on the show and were you getting comments about that so it's crazy the fact that you're very positive. few comments were actually about that now I will say it being the fourth season we now have Shay introduced um to the season and that mm -hmm. is a transgender woman who yeah. is now in the season with us and I know that she's getting you know comments here and there and we've been kind of talking to her a little bit off the show do you ever worry about though like I I just I just read something like on my, on my Twitter feed we're big fans of the show Heartstopper on uh, Netflix. And uh, so we, of course, started following all the, the stars of that. And uh, the one guy just pulled himself off Twitter because he said that he got accused of, you know, queer baiting or something because he had his picture mm -hmm. taken, holding hands with his best friend who was a girl. And and they went nuts. And so he just like took himself off Twitter and said, that's wow. it. I'm, gonna, I'm not on social media. And it's like, that's that's got to be like cutting off a limb, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. like it's, it's a we've decision. never really been like really into social media, neither one of us. I mean, I think feeling like now I post more than I ever have because of my daughter. And I'm like, I just choose the cutest thing. But um I think the only thing that I've had to do, like with the hate comments, is I don't go looking for it, but it was find its way into like my personal messages and things on Instagram. And I didn't make a new Instagram for the show. Like I just, it was my personal Instagram. I just, you know, that's oh, what people yeah. follow okay. me on. Oh, um, okay. But Bold. what I did do for myself is I made it to where only people who follow me could comment on my photos. Wow. And in my sense, that really stopped a lot of the hate because if you're going to follow me, then you, I would hope that Easily, you like me. And if yeah. you don't like me, then why are you following me? Right. Yeah. And that really put a stop to majority of it. That's great because yeah. there's so many trolls out there that just want to just want to jump on a hate wagon. Doesn't matter, right. who, you know. They just they just want to be on the hate wagon. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's easy it's to cool. hide behind a screen anonymously oh, yeah. just to be yeah. ugly. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They're so brave in front of their monitor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get it. Oh, I know. I was talking about earlier. It just came back to me. That'll happen probably oh, a lot. Is um, <laughs> that when I brought up Shay earlier, um, being a transgender woman, I loved that they showed uh, the conversation between her and her mom on the show oh, about wow. uh, her mom felt the need to like mourn 
who she lost, you know, she yes. in a yeah. sense lost her yeah. son. Um, and that's something my mom and I, that was one thing about like the edit. We had a really honest conversation that I kind of wish would have been included. And maybe it will be, you know, in the future um, about how I understood, especially now as a mother, I understood that my mom had to kind of mourn when I came out to her, especially living in the yeah. South. She kind of yeah. had to mourn the life she thought I was going to, you know, husband and then grandchildren right. Right? before my mom, before we all knew. Thing. Yes. Same yeah. And then especially word. being, I am a really like, you know, girly girl. And I feel like Laura Lee and I, I don't know if it's because we live in the South or whatever, but we take on those like traditional roles, you know, like she cuts the grass yeah. and I do the dishes yeah. and we are essentially- I mean, I asked her to cut the grass. She won't help. No. She said she's got al allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Truth bomb. <laughs> but I mean, there are so many times that I'll see people staring at us. Now I feel like it's for the show the majority of the time, but sometimes okay. I'm just like, oh yeah, like we're, we're different than other people, you know? And it, you yeah. just, we kind of have to remind ourselves that because we forget. Yeah. <laughs> You're just living your lives, you know, like that's yeah, true. Yeah. It, it's yeah. It, is it weird though, having cameras on you all the time? <laughs> I'll be at first, at first it was. It and bit. yeah, I think we kind of love it now secretly. Any <laughs> 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 type of attention. So I was the one that kind of signed us up for this whole thing. And my mom is the one who's like, what are you doing to us? <laughs> really yeah oh yeah he was a big part jay didn't you tell me the mom was a big part of this oh yeah that's I was oh gonna yeah ask, like does your mom uh get she is she on instagram does she get the hate haters she's as well on instagram or? she's never really been on social media um yeah. and like she's a lot like me we don't go looking for anything my my dad is a lot like laura lee laura lee is like <laughs> yeah. i married my father basically oh in my every God. way um so he will you know read her like the funny things here and there but we just tell them you know if you come across anything negative just we don't yeah we try to just ignore it yeah i'm glad that you have less of it though yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. i mean i love the dynamic between laura lee and your dad and they work together and i wanted to ask you what is that like working with your father-in-law and and but you guys are buddies that i I watched some of the in, uh, Instagram videos where you're in the car driving together. Well, the car and, videos are fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh man, that's I, awesome. uh, I I love working. I, well, okay, let me start. I love Mr. Kenny. He he's like he's like another father figure, buddy figure. And as far as working together goes, I'm not gonna lie, we do butt heads sometimes. <laughs> but I think he only like. He's only comfortable, like, he'll take out his anger on me at work. And he, we laugh about it later on. Because, like, we may, like, if we disagree about something at work, um, he, you know, we may get on the phone and start bitching at me a little bit. But, uh, like, at the end of the conversation, after everything's settled down, he's usually like, okay, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> and then, he's got to explode. He's got to explode. And then yeah, and then down. he comes back. <laughs> and uh, so I'll mess with him, too. Or I'll call him, and I'll be in front of the guys at work. And I'll call them, hey, daddy, I love you. What are you doing? Like, I got a question about where. And they're like, they're on the phone like, hey, daddy. So <laughs> I like to embarrass them a little bit too. They are so much alike. Laura Lee, for the longest time, in, like with our group of friends, she used to make fun of my dad's laugh because oh, it's a very yeah. obnoxious laugh. And now all my friends have called her out like, she her uh, laugh is now adapted into his laugh. She now laughs like taking on the laugh that I made fun of. <laughs> so she is just slowly turning into him, but in every way. Oh my god, yeah. that is hilarious! How yeah, about as soon as the, we got how here, about, how about with the it, it, like he obviously he's a good granddad, right? 
Oh yeah, he's, he's the best. Well, that's just cemented your position. He can't yell at you and be angry at you. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your parents oh, yeah. and your grandchild. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping we were going to give him a little grandson because the poor man's been surrounded by women his entire life. And then even at our wedding, his speech was, you know, I never thought I was going to have another daughter. Poor man can't catch a break. I saw on the episode uh, where they, I think one of the producers asked if he defends you, uh, Laura Lee, in these situations with the baby shower. And he's like, I defend her to a point until it's going to affect my marriage. I mean, basically, you're on your own with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Miss Lisa wears the pants. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't blame. I understand why. I told Lauren ever since I, when I first met her, I was like, I was never scared of your father. I was like, your mom, though, she Very got some notes, and I'm like, am I supposed to ask your mom for your hand in marriage? Like, <laughs> That's funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, everyone's always been shit off. And I, by the way, to spoil that, I didn't, I just went ahead and did it, and her mom didn't talk to you for like a week. because That's I, true. I, oh. <laughs> my mom and I have went gone one, it was maybe a week and a half without talking ever in my entire life, but it was after she. Because I didn't, uh, we, didn't we didn't announce that. Yeah. Oh. oh I was. Awful. I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous. She made me a little nervous. <laughs> oh. Wait, but we, like typical seven. lesbians, we got engaged like six months Wait, into knowing months? each other. I think it was six. Eight months? No. Okay. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Did they, I don't know if they mentioned that on the show. Did Did they mention? We've actually I, met on a, a dating website. Yeah, oh. we have one mutual friend who is my best friend in high school, and he was just someone she knew. Yeah, I met him after I moved to Louisiana and was hanging out with him and a couple of people. Yeah, so we both messaged him and was like, what do you know about this person? And he was like, I think it would be a good match. So we had the very the, the worst first date in <laughs> history, but somehow it, we just stuck. stuck. She never uh, powered through. <laughs> powered through. That's awesome. Gosh, you guys, I... I commend you for for uh, sharing yeah. so much of of your lives with with complete and utter strangers out there in the world. Not knowing I'm glad we could edu help educate people yeah. about like at home inseminations because I can't get over how many times how many comments we got about that's illegal. They can't do that. You can order that over the internet. Sperm in the mail, like I didn't really thought it was illegal. We and we yeah. actually. I the, I think the biggest, you know, like takeaway moment from doing this and sharing our lives is for all the people out there that did not know that for single parents, for, you know, LGBT community, right. uh, families that did not know that, mm -hmm. oh, that's, I can't have a child unless I adopt. Right. Which, right. You, know, you know, obviously we did want, to, we talked about adoption and fostering as well, yeah. but, Foster um, you know, just the fact that, yes, you still can have a child yeah. of your own. Yeah, here's and another it option. Right. That's an excellent mm -hmm. point. Yeah, the people, most people probably did not know that. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Um, is, I constantly have people messaging me, asking me, you know, like, what ovulation app did you use? Because there's so many and, like, mm -hmm. just all the steps. How did you order it? At this point, I have, like, a note. What do you ask your doctor? <laughs> Which kind of doctor? Right. You need to, like, Which you know. Thing? And, like, are there options? I'm like, and then sperm banks right now are so crazy. You can literally put in, you know, um, a famous lookalike. You could put Tom Hanks and they'll send you. Really? The donors that look like Tom Hanks. It's wild. Like, when you knew you guys got on the show. How, did you go did your mom and dad Lauren know that they were going to be like were they excited is something they wanted to do or were you just like oh, no you're gonna be on this show because it no seems like I mean, my dad like 
My yeah, dad like is maybe, very much like yeah. I am. He likes yeah. attention. We, we, right. we love like just the excitement, you know? So that was kind of exciting for him, but my mom is petrified. I mean, poor thing. We, uh, <laughs> oh gosh, she was just a nervous wreck because, you know, it's not, this isn't a scripted show. They don't give us what to say. So right, I'll never right, forget right. when they, first time they came in, we were cooking dinner and they were like, okay, go ahead. Yeah. My mom just like froze <laughs> and she's just like, well, what do I say? <laughs> and they were like, just talk like you would. And I'll never forget. My mom looked at me. She's like, well, normally we'd be talking about family and we can't do that. Like, normally we'd be talking shit. So we can't do that. Right, right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, there's got to be a certain amount of censor. You know, you got to censor. Right, right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually picked up. I have guessed that. I would have guessed your mom was like apprehensive, like shy, and your dad was like all about it, right? That's what, Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, right. I picked up a case of beer and started, when we knew we were about to start filming, I started drinking. I was like on my third one, Mr. Kenny's like, you need to slow down. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just dropping stuff a little bit, Mr. Kenny. <laughs> that is so great. That's awesome. That's really awesome. I I know we've, we've, we've kept you uh, uh, quite some time. Jay, You, I'm sure you've got like one more banger of a question. It's like, <laughs> stay over here. <laughs> I am so excited, first of all, that you guys came on. This has been like the the highlight of like, how have I been, Denise? Like, oh, all I got to check on her every day. I got to text her like, are you doing all right? You okay? Mind blown? <laughs> <All right? laughs> this, is, this has been amazing. I am super starstruck and so excited that you guys came on the show. And now, Denise, I'm sure you thank you for having for it. Yeah, now I will. Um, I'm gonna try thank and you. Her. Yeah. For the day, from the day you said yes, we've been like wow so yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you for coming and i'll on. tell you what man i needed it this week i needed something yeah you know, something fun something um, something chill yeah, yeah well, we have, uh, i think we're gonna grab reagan real quick so you don't want to sit yes. for just okay. a second we're gonna grab. there's the final question let's see <laughs> baby she's gonna grab her we actually are all on vacation together uh at, oh, in uh nice. at the beach this week oh nice that's amazing. Here she comes. Hey, my baby girl. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh I think she looks like Laura Lee. I know that sounds Thank crazy. Is that? I'm but not it's alone, right? Oh you waving? Hi. Hey, what you see? See mommy's coffee. Hey. Oh. Oh my oh. goodness, you're precious. Absolutely doll. precious. <laughs> Thank oh. you. We look oh, our whole life right here. Beautiful. Full <laughs> run. Yeah. Now you can smother her. Exactly. Can and smother. I can't. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. Understand to that. an extent. <laughs> that is a perfect <laughs> ending, Jay. <laughs> Thank you all so much smother. for having us. All the levels. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful well listen you guys take care enjoy your vacation thank you thank again you. so much for doing yeah. this we really appreciate it yeah, thank yeah. you all thank you we enjoyed so it so much thanks so much up next in the mix is singer songwriter and music professor melissa ferrick the original full episode aired on May 1st, 2022. Listen, seriously, you look fantastic. Really. I just got back from work, so I, I you know, I'm, I'm dressed up. <laughs> I just, just let me think that it was for the show. Oh, I did. I got completely dressed up. Yeah, I'm like, you Thank know, you. got my Thank you. song. I got a little... <laughs>
I have leftover mascara on from yesterday. I can't even oh. my my Bluetooths aren't they're not connecting. So can you hear me all right? I can totally hear you. Yep. All my right. co-host is uh can't figure out why she can't get in. <laughs> oh well, that's cool. Then no worries. She's coming. Okay. She'll figure it out. She's she's iPadding, so it, everything's a little bit harder for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah. To, uh, so how's London? You know what? I love it. I I I do love it here. I um been there for years, right? Yeah, yeah. Like this is my eleventh year. The March was eleven years. Yeah, it, it took a it it took a long time to adjust, a really long time. You know, like it was hard to find a job. It was hard to find uh, to understand the transportation systems, and I still don't. I still refuse to go anywhere alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about community? You're finding community there. The lesbian band community over here is just fantastic. Yeah, like yeah. Nikki, and Nikki Mitchell and. Um, heads hearts and I mean there's there was just so many and you know each year we would go back and we would do this festival and whether they were performing or not they would just come to see everybody you know like that's that's what I love is that right. if you text any of them and say hey we're getting together over here they'll figure out a way to get there you know and just be together and you know what Melissa Farrick I just want to put this out there for people that may not know this that you're all professional now like <laughs> teaching yes. and stuff so you have like a real job and yeah. you're, you're spreading the knowledge and that is commendable. <laughs> How did you fall into that? Really by accident, you know, like, um, what was I thinking? I was thinking about this the other day because someone was asking me, but when I was, well, it was right before The Truth Is came out. So it had to have been 2011. Uh, I got a call from Berkeley College of Music where I had gone to school and they were looking for people to teach the five-week program, which is their summer program for high school students. And I had gone to that my junior summer, and that's actually where I, I kissed a girl for the first time. Hey, yeah, so I like realized, I was, yeah, I realized I was queer there. Um, I mean, <laughs> that I realized a special I was, place in your heart. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, I mean, I realized I was earlier than that in my life, but I didn't really have, you know, the language for it nor the physical experience of it. So yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what, this place, and I went to college there. So I was like, I'm going to do this. And so that's really where I got the bug, you know, the, the giving back and teaching bug. So I, I said yes to that. And I w became the artistic director of their performing songwriter division of the five-week summer high school program right. and increased the capacity over eight years. I did that or nine years I did that. And I increased the, I mean, I don't want to, I don't take all the credit for it, but the program itself, like, like doubled and I had um, I had a lot of artists, but I, the one in particular was Megan Trainer was there and also um, Maggie yeah. Rogers. And so they were, you know, that was a pretty special time. And while I was doing five week, that's what they call it there, I started, they started to train me as a teacher at the college level. So I sat and I learned how to teach from a professor there named Scarlett Keys. So I sat on a lot of her courses and Pat Patterson courses. And then I became a assistant professor there or part-time I guess I wasn't an associate professor, but anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, and I really liked it, but it it really interfered. It was starting to really interfere with the pace at which I was able to make my own music. So, oh yeah, I, I, yeah. But I, I mean, so I was there, and I, and I, and then I was getting into my forties, you know, like my mid forties, and I was like, I don't really want to get back in a van again and do like all over the world eating McDonald's. I just really can't take it. My body can't take it. And, yeah. It's a grind, man. Yeah. 
it's a real grind and I don't, you know, and also, you know, I really didn't, I'd been on the road since I was 17, you know? So I was like, I didn't have a lot of friends. I didn't have a lot of community. I didn't really have any home, so to speak, you know? Um, And that was really, it was really hard for me. And um, so, and it's been hard learning how to make friends you know, I started really learning how to make friends in my mid forties. And so now I'm, you know, I'm 51, I'll be 52 this year. And I'm like, right there I, with you. right there I with actually, you. Yeah. I actually have friends. I actually have yeah. people that That's I'm great. saying, That's no, great. Yeah. but it's like being reintegrated into society, you know, I mean, because a full adult when you're like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, you're there. We can hear you. Oh, thank God. And it's so good to see you, JD. It's so cool. This is so, so great. nice to meet you <laughs> I know but I don't think I've ever met you JD but Denise and I met each other I would say it's got to be 20 years ago Denise I think and Nicole, it is right? I think we're going on 20 yeah yeah, yeah. wow were, were you working at Amazon when it first where were you working when I first met you or were you wrote a play that was yeah. no I I was working at Aetna um Aetna. I was, yeah it was at Aetna but I was doing the podcast the lesbian lounge and were you also an editor of some kind or a uh no I did a lot of writing we did um we did an audio soap opera we did we did a lot of stuff that we that's incorporated. what I was trying to remember I think we asked you if we could use your music yeah 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 and and I don't know if I owned it then but I th- I hope I said yeah I mean yeah, I yeah, no, yeah. yep yeah. yep but yeah it, I mean but, yeah um, it's way back we were just uh, Jay we were just talking 30 years since her first yeah wow first album. right well, oh my year, god it will be 30 yeah yeah well, I remember when I first got on CD Baby, you yeah. were like the best seller on the on CD Baby. And I was like so impressed with your career and your music. And I can't believe I'm meeting you today. And oh, I couldn't get on and the, everyone else's email was coming through and Denise's wasn't there. I pictured it over flying overseas somewhere, like floating over <laughs> from, from I London. Think, I think maybe what was happening was I was including you both on the email, but when I sent it to you separately, because um, Melissa oh. just sent me the link in the in the little chat box, and I sent it to you separately, and maybe uh. that's what it was. It wasn't making a detour <laughs> up, upstate. <laughs> it was coming it was straight a to very Florida. slow cloud. <laughs> it only stopped. It only stopped by her. It didn't, it didn't continue. The one so Melissa was just telling us that when she was twenty-two, she was sitting in. Melissa, tell her you were sitting in an office. Oh yeah, with, I was just talking about how like that question that you get from people be like, you know, what would you do differently? Or, or, you know, what would you do differently if you could look yeah. back now? And mm-hmm. I'm talking about when I, when I put this, I'm doing a retrospective so that it should come out next year in August. And I'm going to include little short essays about moments that I remember or things that I learned or people that I met or like, kind of like peak, you know, quote unquote, peak moments, not mm-hmm. peak important. I should change yeah, that. The ones that yeah. Had the impact. Yeah. yeah. Ones that really were like, okay. And one of them was the head of publicity at Atlantic, who I was 22. The first record was getting ready to come out. She must have, I was saying to Denise, I'm, you know, she's at her prime, right? Like this woman is like head of publicity. Like she kind of knows what she's doing. You know, she was probably 50, you know, my age now, like when you hit it, you know, like we're in our stride now, like we know what we're doing, right? Right. Right. Yeah, we know what we're doing. And we don't give a shit what other people think anymore. We're just... you know, we want to do things the right way, but we also, we can also admit when we're wrong, we can learn new things. We can just let it go. We don't need to carry stuff around with us because who's got the time. 
And so I walk in there and I'm starting to tell her, I was trying to tell her how to, you know, publicize my record. And she was so patient and kind with me. And she just listened to me. Uh huh. She said, um, you know, you have some really interesting ideas and I'll definitely think about that. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> oh, that... And now I do that, you know? Right, yeah. right, right. Right. I mean, seriously. That I, is so true. In your, in your role now, yeah. how many kids come up to you, you know, and say, I want to, you know, I want to do what you did, or I want to follow that path. And I want, you know, like, do you now tell them be open? Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, what they usually say, which is you have to be careful, right? Cause artists are like really thin skinned, you know, I mean, I'm Very still sensitive, so, right? so sensitive. Yeah. And, and even now, you know, when I write a song and I play it for you, I really just want you to tell me that it's great. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I really don't, especially when it's a new song, you know, when it's new, right, JD? And we're still right. Out, like, oh, yeah. I, I really just want you, somebody to be like, that freaking melody right there is so good. Like, just don't say anything bad about it yet. Right. Just say what's good about it. Right. Maybe you could say, like, I thought for sure it was called this time. Because you said this time sixteen songs, but you want to call it like you know you want to call it like last year's heartache, and that lyric isn't even in the song. Right, and, right. Don't be freaking Tom York because you're not Tom York, and you can't right, do that. Right. You know, like so we, you know, we you can say stuff like that to me once we're like, once we're friends and we're in the studio or like you know then I'm sure JD like then it then I do really want like constructive critique. Right. Because right, I can right. be like, that's a cool idea, but I actually don't want to do that. But thank you. So, <laughs> but yeah, but now students are, or younger people, they're not all students, just the other artists. And they just want to be, I mean, there's two, there's two categories, right? Like they just want to be famous, which I have no qualms about, but I can't help you. If, if, if we knew how to do that, we would all just do that. Right, right, um, right. And then there's other ones who are like, I guess there's three categories. Then there's ones where like, how do I do this? And I say, you have Google mm -hmm. and <laughs> I had the white pages, right? Right. Yeah. right. I mean, I literally looked up yep. the address of managers so that wanted to represent exactly. me and I freaking right. went to New York and I went and I found their offices <laughs> and I opened the door and was like, here's a package. That's what we did. Right. Yep. You know, yep. where you want to play the bitter end, go to the bitter end. Exactly. Yeah. And learn mm -hmm. what the bartender's name is and make friends with her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Different that is true. Don't, be, don't be mean to the door, door person because they're going to be running the club in freaking six months, you idiot. Right. You know? It's different now. Yeah. Right. It's so different See, These now. are the little nuggets. These yeah. are the little nuggets, you know, that. I think people should know this anyway. Yeah, that's, that's why a book it is should be that way. Yes, that's yeah. how you are. That's how I was, JD. That's how yeah. that's that's where I got where I was. I mean, when my dad said, "Learn the custodian's name because he's got every key." Right, oh. right, right. That's exactly true, and you need to uh, to have that grassroots approach because even now, you know, like uh, you could you could go online and get people's names, but if you could get that personal connection and with the people around them that's exactly true i love that about the janitor your dad was so true it was so right 
I just so want to let both of you know that I used to eat lunch with a janitor. Listen, and oh. you, you, <laughs> Early. Just, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. You just can't, you, you can't, um, because, you know, it's, it's that old saying of like, who you see while you're going up, you'll see on the way down, you know, yeah. right. It's, and, and so those, but those moments, like I, I learned, you know, two things from that experience with that publicist, which is one, you know, well, I mean, a lot of things, cause I did have a lot of good points. I, w- I had my ear to the ground. I knew my queer community. I knew where I should, you know, that maybe I shouldn't be playing that club. I should be playing this club. And that, and she's not on the ground the way that we are when we know our market. So the artist doesn't right. know their market, but but learning to stay open-minded. And as I've grown up in this industry and written with other people and been, you know, now in teaching and learning about different ways of thinking, even being flexible with my thinking, like I, I just feel like I'm a better, I'm definitely a better writer. Now I'm doing co-writing, I'm in recording with other people and I'm writing in, in kind of a, in a country uh, genre and, you know, it's just really interesting how I, I just feel like I don't need to necessarily tour far away from home anymore because of COVID, like one of the wonderful things about getting stuck at home, right, was that like, I got a pretty good setup here now to play live from my house. <laughs> right, right. And I think that I'm lucky at the age that I am, my fans are older as well. And mm-hmm. they don't necessarily want to go to the freaking who wants yeah. to play at nine o'clock? I'm like, you want me to go on at nine on a Sunday? None of my fans are going to be up that late. They have kids, <laughs> right? They have kids, they or kids. Yeah. and yeah. they have jobs. Yep. That's a good true. So I can go online at, you know, eight o'clock at night, East Coast time, you know, which is five Pacific time. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, things are changing. They're changing and people are had to adapt. You know, we've all figured out ways to, you know, we're in survival mode. You know, we figured out ways (laughs) how to survive that. But we also found out what works for us. You know, I think. And it's, I think it's thinking outside the box too. Like we had to really think outside the box on what we're going to do to have our still create and and do our art and and the online thing really worked for me as well melissa during the lockdown especially you know i was just telling somebody today i just was in my the other bedroom here that i made into like a little studio and i was reaching people in italy like hello from spain hello from italy you know like like you know just on a saturday night at eight o'clock eastern time i don't know what it was there but they were all listening and i was like that's what why I had the idea to do this podcast, but I wanted to ask you uh, at your live shows, like now, Mm -hmm. these days, how are you selling music? Because people don't even have a way to sell a CD. And Mm -hmm. I still have a bunch of CDs, but you know, (laughs) what do you do? Like, even if I wanted to have a new medium, what, what is it? Do you have a flash drive or like with, with, mp3s on it like what how do are people selling music or do you just not at a show i just don't so i mean i had to when i moved into boston um and i don't know what you know what you do with your taxes but i i threw out i think i had to recycle about twelve thousand cds um that i just knew 
I wouldn't, it just was weight on my, in my attic. Right. Right. And it was sad and it was a lot of money, you know, mm-hmm. that I had spent. Oh, yeah. sure you spent it too. Mm-hmm. When 2005 hit, I mean, it was over, you know, that 2005, when iTunes started, I mean, I really think it started a little before that for me because I, I was, yeah, I mean, LimeWire first. Yeah. Well, yeah. Napster. Napster. Um, oh my God. Right. Right. But always, you know, we were killing it with CD sales through 2000, 2003, 2004, 2005. And then I made a record called In the Eyes of Strangers, which came out in 2006. It's a great record. And I made a, and I've sold out of those CDs. And then we did a repressing. And when we repressed it, that's when I got screwed. Oh. And I just, I saw anyway. So I took a huge, well, I don't know, huge in, in the indie world, right? Like I, but I took a tax deduction for the first time on like, product that like broke down or whatever i don't know what the heck it's called it was there was a column for it so i i actually got to add up how much some however much it cost us to make all those cds you think about that and then you cut it in half or something and then you can you can write that off as a loss oh like so that was good but i cut some cds but now i just make vinyl i make low run vinyl really yeah Yeah. And, um, and I, the, with the CDs that I have left, I put them out at a merch counter and I leave a basket and it just says, take what you need, you know? And That's then there's cool. a, yeah, great so just, idea. because there's no, I mean, some people like to get something signed at a show. Some right. people have, right. they have yeah. old cars with CD players still in them. Right. So yeah. People, yeah. You know, but, but you're right. Nobody's going to drop 15 or 20 bucks on a CD anymore. They're just not going to yeah. do it. So no, I don't sell USBs or anything like that. I just, I mean, it's all, it's all streamed. That's all it is. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't even bother to bring them with me to the show because it's just extra weight. Like you said, I mean, another thing. I, mean. I got some in the back of my car and I just lay out whatever. I just grab a handful and I lay it out and I'm like, there you go. That's it. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just keep thinking like we are, we're on a bend, you know, like things are really, we're on a curve. Things are changing. This we've learned from the last couple of years what's necessary, mm-hmm. what we need to do. But also looking back, you know, like again, two thousand four, two thousand five, that was a big change too. But look at vinyls coming back. Yeah, people are yeah. loving their record players <laughs> again. You know, whether they, whether they they're buying ones that are like that look retro, but they're really you know new. Right. I love right. it. I just love it. But yeah, people are are getting back into the vinyl. I think that's smart to have a couple of those done. Definitely. Well, it outsold CDs for the first time in the United States a couple of years ago, vinyl did. So so that's a huge mark, you know, huge mark. And the, the good news is, is that even though the problem though, well, there's two, first of all, it takes so long. The backlog on vinyl pressing right now is so bad because there's only like five places in the, in, in the US that even make vinyl. And one of the best ones like burned up and is just, has been destroyed. I, I don't remember where it is, so I don't want to say the wrong place, but it's gone. Mm-hmm. And then the quality of vinyl pressing is also very um, back and forth. So there's, there's some places that make very bad vinyl. So you don't <laughs> you want to be really careful about, and when you're, when you're finalizing your records, we used to call it mastering, we call it finalizing now. Well, we, you know, you have to have a separate finalization for vinyl than you do for CD or for digital. So now for artists, now we have to pay even more money. We have to get our, you do, or you get a, I don't know if you work in Pro Tools, but Ozone makes a, a fantastic mastering software. 
um, called, um, I mean, Isotope makes this plugin called Ozone, which is, has some amazing mastering software in there. So you can do that, but it's, it's really, um, it's a whole, it's a whole other ball game now with streaming. I mean, how artists are able to make money now really is just through branding and, and, um, and, and alliances, uh, and, and, and touring, but touring disappeared. Right. And even, even with sync, like, there used to be a ton of money in sync. And now because they know that they're the new A&R, you're, if you're an unknown artist, basically you're just, you're happy to get the sync. They're, you're not getting, yeah. you know, anymore. Like, you know, I had a sync once that paid me $35,000. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot wow. of money, you know, but those just aren't coming through anymore for, for artists of my, of my caliber or my success level. Now, you know, um, you're lucky to get 150 bucks. I think I got, I got placed in Dog the Bounty Hunter and I got paid $150. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, that's me taking the two of you for a steak dinner. It's like, right. so, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, it's, it is, it's, it, it, there's no surviving in that route. You know, there's- just, They spend all their money on, you know, where they want the Rolling Stones song. They're, you know, and now all the publishing, right. all the publishing buyouts you know, which is amazing. But so now if they want to use um, a Paul Simon song they're you know, it's not Paul Simon anymore that says yes or no, because you have to get permission to sync. You can't just sync something. Yeah. So, but now they don't have to go to Paul Simon or his, his publisher anymore. They're just going to go to wh whatever publishing company bought out the entire rights of that publishing. Right. So it's, it's incredible. Crazy. It's like, the, it, and I'm only, I'm, I know you, you got to, bolt out of here real quick, yeah. but I'm only gonna, um, I just wanted to mention that it's so hard when you're doing like Jay, we talk about this all the time, don't we? It's so hard when you're doing everything on your own. Yeah. Like, because the business mm -hmm. interferes with the creative. Exactly. Interferes with the promoting. It's like all one thing and you're, you know, trying to, you know, keep your hands on all of it. It's your stuff. Yeah. It becomes yeah so much business that it's, uh, you know, like it, it takes a little bit of the joy uh, away from it, you know, especially yeah. if you're not technical, you know, or um, savvy with that kind of stuff, you know, like it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a learning experience to get to where, you know, that part comes easy, you know, because I feel like it never does. You know, we, I, I say it all the time, like the more I learn, the more work, it right. is work. Right. Doing it is work. It leaves so little time to create. And exactly. Difficult. You know? Frustrating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Jay, do you a CD baby? Is that how you're putting your stuff out? Well, yeah. As on the digital distribution, mm -hmm. the way you know they have it on Spotify, iTunes, you know, Pandora, whatever. Uh, yeah, that's basically um, how I'm getting my my own music out there, mm -hmm. and and my you know I. Any way I can get it out through social media. Jay, but, you're yeah. really number one on Reverb Nation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I remain number one in, in country in Miami on Reverb Nation. But um, uh, I just got publishing on some of my songs uh, for a company in France. So, you know, they're going to shop it to some, you know, commercial uh film like what you said you were in dog the bounty the hunter yeah. Yeah. yeah so you, you never know it yeah sync so that's just uh they just have part of my catalog but um and so let me ask there's you this. another way i don't know another way to do it so yeah so i have a i have a question for you about that i can 
I can push this till 610. Okay. It's a, it's a 630, but I need to like regroup yeah. and eat something. Um, uh, so the thing that you signed with the people in France, is it exclusive? Does it say this is an exclusive agreement? It's an agreement for the deals they get. So they change the name on the songs when they get a deal. So it's just for that. They have 50% of the publishing just for that deal. So I still own the rights to it for mm -hmm. anything else I get for it. So, okay. So it's non-exclusive then. So that's yeah. good. So, um, so I do know that the CD Babies pro publishing um, opportunity is really, really good. And is it? Yeah, it's as close to a, I mean, Tanya Butler, who's the head of music business at Berkeley, and she's a lawyer, told me that it's as good as any publishing admin deal she's ever seen. So if you, you know, and it's non-exclusive, so you can click that box and not feel afraid of that. Ah. Uh, so I would do that. And because then they're collecting all your neighboring rights royalties as well, which is like really, uh, it's it's like mind boggling and you'll never be able to do it. And are you with like ASCAP or BMI? Who are you with? Who's your performing rights organization? ASCAP. Cool. All right. And then are you also with Sound Exchange? Do you have a Sound Exchange account yet? I don't. Okay, I, so you, I don't know what that is. So sign up with Sound Exchange because they're collecting all the royalties for sound recording owners for all the um, streaming royalties. Oh, okay. And that's new. It's relatively new. It's a nonprofit organization based out of Washington, D.C. So all sound recording owners and performers. So mm -hmm. you will get a double um a double royalty from them um it's small but it adds up so, wow okay. i know that thank you yeah, yeah. thank you for that information soundexchange.com so do that and then um yeah so i just think um in and when you're putting stuff out with cd baby there's a couple other things too like you should you should really always click the box that says yes give me a upc code which i bet you do because yes and then also click the box that says, do you want us to attach an IS, uh, ISRC code to your material? So that's, you definitely want that. That's the international standard recording code. And that is the code that's gonna pick up the, your digital stream and acknowledge who it, who it belongs to so that you're able to get, you're able to get paid. Oh, And okay. that's free and it's also not something to be afraid of. They're not taking anything from you. They're just identifying your digital your digital product as it being you. So I teach this a lot because they're like, I didn't know what it was. So I, I, I assume right. it's the devil and it's like, no, it's not. So, <laughs> so they um, assign it to you, to your account, you get your, your Exactly, code. exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So they know every time it spins on Pandora, every time it streams, because we, we say spins because it's old school, but every time it streams on Pandora, that code is, is, uh, is tallied and then it knows it's a J.D. Danner. Oh, okay. I have to go back and look at that site. I have to and see you can attack it like now. You can do it in hindsight. Oh, okay, good. So, yeah, so just you can just go back in and, and, and click on that. Oh, yeah, awesome. I would go in. Thank I you. would go in. Valuable information right there. It really is. Thank you so much. For that. Well, I feel like we just got a free lesson. You did. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> well, then we'll let you, now we'll let you go eat. <laughs> You, you've earned a meal. <laughs> I love oh, yeah. your hair, by the way. Love I know. I, thank you. I just got it trimmed yesterday, and it's really got some height. Well, it it's only got looks some height good. there. Well, you've well, got some hair product going on. I, I no, guess. nothing. No, it's the it's really? the blow. She blew it dry. You know how when you go to the 
you all yeah. know. And then, you know, they yeah. blow dry your hair. Look at this, the good gray. This is, this is, I like the sexy gray right That's here. That's good gray. gray. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to show you gray. what's not good gray. <laughs> oh, I got it. Trust me. I got it deep in here. Yeah. But, um, I just haven't taken that shower that you have to take after you go to the hairdresser. You know, like I can't, yeah. like gotta, it's not really wash right. Wash their style out. <laughs> yeah, wash the blow dry out. I'm like, why are you, blow, do I look straight? Why are you blow drying my hair? It's like- I say it all the time. I don't want to leave here looking like Bonnie Raitt. It never fails. <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, the femme yeah. tops, I guess, don't blow dry their hair. I don't know what, I don't know. They're getting, they're doing their That's job. such a generalization. You know, I'm, I'm just joking, but like- <laughs> Oh man, I'm telling you, it is so good to see you. It's and so I'm so glad you. That, that you are uh, spreading the knowledge, you know, you're, mm -hmm. you're, you're giving it back in tenfold. It's amazing. Yeah. We're looking forward to, uh, tell me again, when August is when August of next year. Yeah. It's going to come out. I don't know. Uh, I really can't say how it will come out yet. Cause it's still kind of under wraps, but it's a, it'll be a, it'll be a thing. And, um, yeah, and the, I'm going to do some sort of live or parties for it or something. I, I don't know. But um, but listen, if you have any sort of, you know, like online festivals or whatever, do you got to, you know, invite me. I'll come play for everybody. Definitely, definitely. Well, well you'd, have yeah. to you'd, ha you'd, you'd have to fly. <laughs> oh, no, no, me. Well, also, like, if you do an online one or something. or if Oh, you do, true, yeah. Like, I can always right. zoom in, you know, or something. Right. Yeah, especially if you're doing oh, anything. Yeah, you guys should do something doing. together. They'll be yeah, fantastic. Yeah. We yeah, should. You look at awesome. me, I'm, I'm managing. Make I'm managing. it happen. No, that's Make a great happen. idea. Yeah, Good. send me some tracks. Send me some stuff. I love co-writing, JD. I'm always up for a co-write. I'd love to do that. I'll send you some of my stuff. And, great, and yeah. Figure yeah. it out. I am so glad the link worked. Thank you for resending it. I was just desperately trying out everything I had. I'm like, this, I really wanted to talk to this woman. I know, I know how bad she wanted to be here. It was killing me to get these messages. Still not here. Still no email. Still no email. Oh, no. Oh. Well, we'll share the email, Denise. JD, get my email from uh, Denise in numbers or whatever. JD, are you in London as well? I can't remember. No, I'm in Florida. In Miami, I, or where are you? I, I'm in actually, I'm in Boca Raton. Okay, cool. I say Miami because a little older, you're a little older yeah. up north. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's good. Okay, we we're, on the same, we're on the same time zone, so that makes it easy. Yes, yeah. you're yeah. in Boston, right? Yeah, are you yeah. in Boston. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. amazing. I, oh, I'm so glad we got to have this catch up. Really, thank you so much for being so yeah. generous with your time. Thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. We love you. And I can't wait. We're going to yep. do things together. I can feel it. Awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome. Love you guys too. Take care. Take care. Why do you always run back to the love of you? Like, never stop chasing your dreams. You're addicted to a touch. That's true. My addiction. See? And I confess. My addiction. My addiction is you. We drank way too much whiskey. Don't ask me why I'm here tonight. I had to take this midnight drive to find you. And as I come in through the door, I see her dancing on the floor beside you. And I
Touch, that's true. 